word of God is true and cannot fall to the ground. Thank you for the opportunity to speak. My assurance is in your word. They said you have made me a sharp threshing instrument, threshing your word. And you have given us the mandate to preach, to teach, and to heal. This morning, as your word we go forth, let it reach every heart and mind, removing everything that needs to be removed and planting in the things you want to plant. That the end of this service this morning, all praise and glory will be to your name. And our testimonies we are bound of the regenerative and transformative word of God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Once again, I just want to thank God for... ...over the weeks. Last week we saw how to, you know, maximize our impartations, the things we've received during Light Up. And the truth is, for you to maximize those impartations, you need faith. You need to apply the word of God that has been spoken over your life. And today we'll be looking at faith as a lifestyle. Faith for purpose. Faith as a lifestyle. Faith for purpose. We realize that whenever we hear the teaching of faith, it's as though it's inclined to something. We hear faith and healing. We hear faith for salvation. We have faith for deliverance. We have faith for excellence, one thing or the other. But in truth, the life of the believer is a life of faith. As you have come into the sheepfold of Christ Jesus, the way you live, you move, you walk, and everything you do as pertaining to your life, as someone who has repented from the world, is a life of faith. Because you are acting based on the word of God. We saw last week that it will profit us that we have the word of God constantly in our lives. Sorry, two weeks ago. Constantly listening, constantly looking at the word of God. In 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 19, we saw two weeks ago. Please, uh, media, you help me. 2 Peter chapter 1, from verse 19. If someone is dead, person can read for us, actually. Emphasis on until the day dawn and the day star arises in your heart. So the word of God that we have is a sure word of prophecy. It's something we can bank on. It's something we can anchor on. We can stake our life on it. But we must constantly meditate upon it. We must constantly put our gaze on this word. So that evidently our lives will be as it is spoken of us. That until the day start dawns. Sorry, the morning star rises in your heart. That's until this word becomes living in your life. The process can be mechanical at some point, like our pastor said. You may start out in the flesh. You may start out with you just reading your Bible. You may start out with you just coming to church, just listening to sermons. But over time, you realize that it's taking effect in your life. You saw the testimony of our sister. She said this wasn't just one service. It was from the time of prophecy. The time we spoke about faith pews. The time we spoke about deeply rooted. And combining all these things together, she began to see effect in her life. She began to see the boldness to speak to other people. 
to tell them about their faith in Christ Jesus. About how Jesus can deliver someone from sin and from every bondage that the world or Satan has put them into. So it's important that we constantly fix upon, fix our eyes upon Jesus. It is important that a believer has faith in the word of God. This message today is to tell you that having faith as a lifestyle or having faith to walk in God's purpose for your life is to live by faith in God's word. Taking the word of God for its simplicity. Every time you want to ask yourself, what has the word of God said concerning my life? Concerning any situation you come across. Not just only when you want to receive healing. Not just only when there's a circumstance or a challenge before you. Or one big event is about to happen and you are, you know, you're second-guessing it. Or you're thinking, is it going to work or not? And then you see someone tell you, have faith. Have faith. Yes. In that moment, you need faith. But more than that, every day of your life, as you walk through the journey of life, as a student, as someone who is in the workplace, or wherever you find yourself, for you to be that which the Lord will want you to be, you must constantly gaze upon the word of God. You must know what the word of God has spoken concerning you. And you must fix your heart upon it. Let's see Isaiah chapter 55 verse 11. We're going to throw emphasis on the word of God this morning. What is the word of God? How effective can the word of God be? How strongly can you stake your life upon it? I want to assure you that the word of God is sure. And what has been written has been written. And you can bank your life on it. Isaiah 55 verse 11. He says, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. This is God through the mouth of his prophet assuring you that every word that goes out of his mouth cannot return to him void. You can stake your life on the word of God. Let's see Matthew 4 from verse 4. Matthew 4 from verse 4. He said, but he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. For you to know that you are alive, it depends on how many decisions you make based on the word of God. The things you do based on the word of God. You weigh your life on the scale of the word of God. And in Romans 1 verse 17, Say, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. That as it is written, the just shall live by faith. A believer's lifestyle is based on faith. And based on faith on the word of God. And faith on the word of God is an action. That's the emphasis we will throw this morning. When you say you have faith in the word of God. When you say you have faith that something is going to happen. That faith should spoil you to do something. And that's where many people miss it out. You have faith that you'll be healed, but you don't confess it. You don't walk with that conf confession or that awareness that you are a healed. You know, we've made emphasis on healing. That the, your healing is now. It's not futuristic. It's not that you're hoping for it to happen. He said, by his stripes, we were healed. It's already a done deal. And you have faith that you can walk this life of Christ. You have faith that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Eternal life is already at work in you. And when you are faced with temptations, you can stand and say, I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. 
Old things are passed away. All things have become new. And he said, this thing, I'm not a slave to the flesh. It's no longer I that lives, but Christ that lives in me. When you have this word of God in your heart every day, every time, and constantly meditating on it, you see that you live by faith. The word of God in you will spoil to action. You know, there is something that many people do, which we can target as mental assent. You know, you just, you agree that the word of God is true. You know, when you hear that Jesus Christ came to die for your sins, he died and rose again the third day, and then he ascended in heaven for your salvation, for your justification. You believe it, in fact, you can argue with someone that this is true. It's what the word of God says. But when it comes to your personal life, you say, I've been saying this thing, but I can't see it in my life. You just assented that the fact that it's true. But it's not faith at work in you. Faith is that you are confessing and you are living it out. Faith is that you see it working in your life. Faith is that you are applying it in every situation. We go further to look at the efficacy of this word of God. In Hebrews chapter 6, verse 13 to 17. I'll read the message version. I don't know if media has it. But I'll read it from here. When God made his promise to Abraham... He backed it all the way, putting his own reputation on the line. You know what that means? You know who God is, as big and mighty as he is. He put his reputation on the line. And he said, I promise that I will bless you with everything that I have. Bless and bless and bless. That's how the version says it. Abraham stuck it out and got everything that had been promised to him. When people make promises, they guarantee them by appeal to some authority above them. So that if there's any question that they will make good the promise, the authority will back them up. So whenever people say, I promise you something, if it doesn't happen, do this. Or take this action. Or let this person override me. There's nobody above God. And then he said, I promise you that I will bless you beyond what you can imagine. And by putting his reputation on the line, he gave him a guarantee. And what was that guarantee? He said, when God wanted to guarantee his promise, he gave his word. The truth is that there's nothing that God does without his word. In the beginning, the earth was without form and void. And what happened? The Lord said, let there be light. And there was light. Everything that God does is through his word. So you can see the importance of God's word in a believer's life. Is it a word that's been written down? Or is it the word that has been spoken to you personally, the proceeding word of God? This is what you will anchor your life on. This is what you will take decisions based on. You know, the word of God is sure. As he said, let them be light, what happened? There was light. Many times the enemy tries to take your attention away from things. You try to work it out by yourself. You try to say, oh, I'm going to do this and that which is important, but it's only effective if it's based on the word of God. And the action on the word of God is what you can call faith. Because you know we heard even in the Sunday school that faith without works is what? Dead. When you say, I have faith that something's going to happen, and you sit down and fold your arms, nothing's going to happen, my brother. Nothing's going to happen. You see, we have faith that the entire depression will be saved, but if we don't go out to preach the gospel, nobody's going to be saved. If you don't pray for them, nobody's going to be saved. You have faith that you can heal. You can deliver the oppressed. And someone is complaining of something to you. 
And then you're telling the person, take heart, it will be well. Hey, yeah, as we say, where we are coming from. But that's not the response to that situation. What has the word of God said? See, you will lay your hands on the sick and they will recover. And that word leads you to an action. What's the action? Lay your hands. What's the action? Pray for that individual. That's faith. It's action on the word of God. Whenever someone is confessing something or saying they have faith in something and there's no action, it's just a mental assent. It's just them saying, I know what this thing says. I understand what they say. You know, we've been hearing it in church. But their life is not evident of what they say. So you must move from that place of just, you know, I know I have faith. I know I have faith. What are you doing about that faith? That's what makes it a lifestyle. How you live your life is what will make it or make one by your side see that indeed this person is a faith-based believer. We are going to look at certain people who live by faith. We are going to see how they held on to God's word and they took certain actions. As you walk through life and face every situation, you must ask yourself, what has the Lord said? What's the word of God concerning this matter or that matter? And you put your faith on it. You know, circumstances may see otherwise. Even right now, there may be someone who is actually failing in his academics. But the word of God concerning your life is that you are both only. And you can take it literally as the word of God to you. Because what has been written has been written. But that thing should spur an action in you. And then I'll put more effort in studying. And then I'll look for those who I believe know better than me for them to teach me. And then I'll go to classes as I should. And then I take the bull by the horn and say, this academics, I will excel because the word of God has said so concerning me. And that's the action. And that's what you will see a definite result in your life. You know, when David came on that day and they were asking him, what are you doing here? He said, is there not a cause? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Who is this person blaspheming the name of the Lord? I know what God has said concerning me. I'm going to take this person down. And what happened? He went to confront him. That's how you know you have faith. Because of the things you do with the faith that you say you have. In simple terms. What is the action you are taking? Based on what you have been hearing over time. We've talked about deeply rooted talk about prophesying and we come and thank God for a pastor. Many times we have practicals. We ask people how they experience it. But you are still there. You've not done anything about it. My brother, you won't see any results because it's based on action. An action on the word of God. We go further in Matthew 17 from verse 20. Book of Matthew chapter 17 verse 20. We see Jesus speaking to his disciples. And Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say to this mountain, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, what will you do? You will say. If you have faith, you will say. It's not if you have faith, the mountain will move. No. You will say to the mountain. What are you saying? He said, I have faith, but... Honestly, this semester, I, I failed already. Th that's what you're saying. And, and that's what's going to happen. Sincerely speaking. Honestly, in fact, the situation back home. And I want you to take this word of God, life as it's coming to you. Because I strongly believe it's the situation of some persons here. 
in your family, there may be a situation going on that you're not palatable with. You don't like it, but the word of God is coming to you. What are you speaking about it? The word of God is coming to you this morning. And as Jesus thought, the power of God was there to heal, to deliver. You know, but what are you confessing about that situation? That's the output it will come. You know, they thought they had faith. They were working with the master. And they saw him cause the, the fig tree. And it happened. And they began to ask him, how did you do it? Say, if you have faith, you will say. And you will sail to the mountain, move from here, and it will move. You know, our pastor used to give us uh, some of his experiences. How that someone came to ask him, what if it doesn't work? That's not, that's not the mindset of the believer. The mindset is that it will move. Why? Because the word of God says so. Why are we confident? And we pray for 39 days. And we go out, we invite people. And we prepare for such a great program as Light Up. And you know, we've, we've, we didn't know what could happen that day. We don't even know if there will be a 21st of October. But we are preparing. We are praying. We are working it out. We are evangelizing. We are declaring the word of God. And come on Saturday, I mean, you were, you were evident of what happened there. It was glorious. Because of the faith we had on the word of God. We were sure and we know that the Lord has sent us to this city to take the place for him. And you are here, it's not by mistake. You are here because God has made it to be so. And that difficult situation is just a test for you to see how much you strongly believe on the word of God. So you must take action from today. Like I said in the beginning, it's a day of decision. Every word you hear, you take something from it. You didn't come here today to pass time, but you came to hear God's word that will spur you to take an action. And that's what the word of God is telling you this morning. Don't just assent that I know these things. Or don't just hear every day or every week. But take action to change that situation. The Lord will give you grace and help you this morning in Jesus' name. We go forward. In John 13 verse 17, we see another situation. He said, if you know these things, you know them, you hear them. You know that as a believer, you can prophesy. For what? Exhortation, for comfort, and for edification. You know it. But what happens? Blessed are you if you do them. That's when you see the reward. When you do it. When you move from the place of knowing it to the place of doing it. That's the summary of the message today. In fact... We can close now and you got something. Move from the place of knowing to doing. You know that shows that you have faith. Is in the, what shows that you have faith is in the things that you do. That's what shows that you have faith. That's what shows that really you believe in what the word of God has said. If you believe, you say you believe but you don't go out to preach. It doesn't mean, I can't say that you believe. You know the person that you tell about this kind of thing, it may get offended that we don't really know that you believe. You know, we, we, the question that someone asked this morning and someone said, if the person says the sinner's prayer, but it goes back to your life, so I've been saying this prayer all my life and there's nothing that's, that's happened in my life. That person didn't really believe. It just, it just agreed that that's what the word of God said. But when someone who believes, someone who has faith, he takes an action. Begin to put away the things that draw him towards the world. 
He begins to, you know, cleanse his or her playlists. You know, that affects the person's mind. And arise up those temptations that make you fall over time. You know, it begins to move away from those friends that push them toward the world. These are actions you take based on the word of God. And Jesus Christ on that day said, this is his meat to do that, the will of the Father. And even while he was hungry, and the disciples went to get food, he said he saw someone he needed to preach to the person. That is someone that had a life of faith. So faith as a lifestyle is that every time you find yourself in any situation, you're acting on the word of God. Mark 16, verse 17 to 18, popular for us this period. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they will cast out devils. But you see devils, and you tell people sorry. You see devils, and you say, it will be well with you. Cast out the devil, my friend. They will speak in new tongues. And then you're under the power of God is everywhere. You speak in new tongues, because that's what the Lord has spoken concerning you. Remember, this is not boasting. This is faith in the word of God. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Don't be just a mental assentor. Be someone who has faith. For you to see the results of your faith, you must take action based on the word of God. We've said that. Let's look at Noah in Genesis 6, verse 13 to 17. Noah came at such a time when the knowledge of God was scarce. But God said something to him. He said, the end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make thee an ark of gaffer, gaffer wood. Make rooms in the ark and cover it inside and outside with pitch. And this is how you make it. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits. It's with 50 cubits and it's high 30 cubits. Verse 22, we jump down to 22. He said what? Thus did Noah, according to all that God commanded him, so did he. You know, the Lord had told him it was going to rain. And they've never seen rain in that period. But he did what God said. He did not act based on the weather. He did not act based on the weather report. You know, you and I, we've experienced, sometimes we, we ask Siri, we ask Google. What's the weather today? And it tells you that this is how it's going to be. But at that time, it's not going to be like that. And unfortunately, you ask him again, he will tell you another one. <laughs> Don't act based on the weather. Act based on the word of God. And he began to build the ark. And it was like this person is, is, is something wrong with him. He's, we don't know where he's from. We've never seen rain. And, you know, he wasn't building a boat. If he was building a boat, we'd say, okay, maybe it will rain. And this one, he was building an ark. And why did he do so? Because God commanded him to do so. Because the word of the Lord said so. That was why he took that action. And eventually we saw it. We saw the reward for the obedience. We saw the reward for the action that he took. We look at Abraham. We call him the father of faith. And because of the action he took based on the faith in the word of God. You know, God had promised him that through his seed, the nations of the earth will be blessed. And there was this time God specifically visited him. In Genesis 18, verse 10 to 12. And God gave him a word. At this point, he was like 100 years old. 
Genesis 18 from verse 10, he said, And he said, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life. And behold, Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. Sarah was listening behind him in the tent door. Now Abraham and Sarah were old, well advanced in age, and Sarah had passed the age of childbearing. Verse 12, therefore Sarah laughed within herself and said, After I had grown old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord being old also? This was Sarah's confession. But let's see what happened in Romans chapter 4, verse 19. The testimony of Abraham. As Paul was writing to the Romans. He said, And being not weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead. Since he was about 100 years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in the faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised he was able to perform. You know, I was thinking about this. I know Isaac was not conceived of the Holy Ghost. He was conceived naturally. When the Bible said, do not consider the deadness of his body. He did not consider the deadness of um, Sarah's womb. It, by faith, he went into Sarah. And he gave birth to his son Isaac. You know, he could have said, oh, I'm old. There's nothing that can happen now. Because we've passed the time. But he had faith in what the Lord has spoken to him. And as it was, according to the time of life, Sarah gave birth to Isaac. Something you are expecting may have delayed. It may look as though that thing cannot come. Please, if you are here, don't consider yourself a failure. Rise up and begin to act based on the word of God. And that's why you must spend time in prayer also. And in effectively studying the word of God. That's where you will know what God has spoken concerning you. If you ask some people now, what specifically do you think the Lord is saying about you? It is good, it is wonderful that you quote the scriptures. Yes, whatever is written is written for all of us. But really, there, there is a word of God specifically for your life. You told Jeremiah, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. And had made you a prophet to the nations. Jeremiah was saying, I cannot speak. I'm a child. He said, no, don't say that. I put my word in your mouth. What has the word of God said concerning you specifically? And I was listening to a preacher and he said that yes, we, we hear God from his word. It's wonderful. That is true. Every person hears God from his word. But you still need to hear God personally. Is he either by voice, either by impression or whatever means. There are many ways God speaks to his children. You know, he said something. There's a place called Ibadan in Nigeria. He said, Ibadan is not in the scripture. And God can be telling you to go to that place. For example, God can be telling you to come to Debrecen. In fact, when I was applying for my master's, I had chosen a school in Budapest. I didn't know I wouldn't get an admission. And the word of God came to me. He said, Debrecen is your school. And I switched the application. In fact, I removed Budapest University and I put Debrecen. And as it happened, that was where I got admission. I didn't know what was going to happen. But I just acted based on that impression. Based on the word of God. You must pray. You must spend time in studying the word. You must come to church. You must listen to the word of God. To know what God is saying to you specifically. So that in every matter as concerning your life, you will know the action to take. 
Because it is them that live by the word of God that will be able to overcome. Because remember, I say overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of the testimony. That's your faith in God. Your action based on his word to you. So don't rest. Don't try to say everything is just the way it is. Try to find out what's God saying about me specifically. And even while you are waiting for that specific word of God to you, there are words that have been written in the scriptures. And you can hold on to that and say, Lord, you wrote this thing and that's why I walk with it. What's going to give a man the confidence to lay his hand on the sick? What's going to give a man the confidence to pray for someone to be filled with this because the word of God says so. And the word of God has asked him to go and do it. You know, you think about this church and sometimes I, I thank God for the life of our pastor. You think about he could, he could have been somewhere else. He could have been pursuing something personally. But you understand that there are lives that the Lord has placed in this place and the Lord has told him that this is his purpose. And he holds on to it. At the beginning, it wasn't so some of us that came at the point we came in, some of us that came even before I came, we knew how this place was. But we can testify as to what the Lord is doing in our midst. Not someone that's running with the word of God. You must anchor on the word of God. I say I run with it irrespective of what people say. You know, there are many voices in this world. Especially when it comes to a point of decision. You come to a point where you want to decide who you want to marry. You come to a point where you want to decide the action, the place you want to stay. But there will be many voices. Oh, you should go here because now mm, Canada is good. Oh, now if you go to Finland, they are doing well. But no, you know the Lord may be telling you to go to South Sudan. And that may be the word of God to you. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> but you must act based on the word of God. You must act based on what people say. Because in the end, it's what is written that's written. It's what the word of God said that must come to pass in your life. So brethren, take a decision today and say, every action that I make is going to be based on what God is saying. Not based on the many voices I hear. We know the testimony of Esther. She said, if I perish, I perish. But I must go in for the salvation of the Jews. And the guy told her, don't think that if destruction comes, it will elude you. She was in the palace, you know, as a queen, enjoying that time. But it's important for her to know that the life of her people, we are anchoring on the decision that she makes. As she told them to fast and pray, and she went based on faith on the word of God. And we saw the outcome. And even the king asked her, whatsoever she asked, he will give to her. That's action based on the word of God. That's faith in God's word. You cannot overstate the point we look at Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Hebrews 10, verse 7. When Jesus came, even yes, he came from the Father, he had to see what was written concerning him. Media, you can help me. Hebrews 10, verse 7. Then I said, Behold, I have come. In the volume of the books, it is written of me to do your will, O God. And in Luke 4, verse 17, when he was in the temple that day, Luke chapter 4, verse 17 to 21. We see him reading what was written concerning him. He said, and he, and he was handed the book of prophet Isaiah, and when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel. To the poor, he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, 
to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty to those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptability of the Lord. Then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. What was that today? From now on, I begin to do these things. And if you continue to read the account of Jesus in the book of Luke, you see that everything that he did was summarized in those points. He went out and began to heal. He went out and began to preach the acceptable year of the law. And the word of God made us to know that how God anointed Jesus Christ with Holy Ghost and power. And he went about doing good. Because he knew what was written concerning him. Brethren, you must know that what was written or what has been written concerning you is what must happen in your life. But you must stand up to take action concerning it. And you must find out specifically the word of God about your life. Today we see many, many testimonies of people simply obeying and going out by the word of God. Testimony I read from by our sister this morning. She had been listening to Deeply Rooted. She had been listening to Faith Pills. And she stepped out and someone came to her and said, this is what I'm experiencing. She knew that this was the word of God. And she acted based on it. You must act based on this word that the Lord is coming to you this morning. In Luke chapter 5 verse 4 to 6, we see the disciples also, how they acted based on the word of God. Jesus Christ had come and then he said, when he stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out to the deep and let down for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toyed all night and caught nothing. But nevertheless, at your word, I will lay down the net. At your word. He wasn't doing it because he had experience as a fisherman. He wasn't doing it because he knew that something is just going to happen. No, he said, at the word of God. Because the previous night he had tried and toyed. Have you been trying based on many things that you've said to yourself? Or many things that you've, you've been told or you've heard? And you came to this town and said, oh, there are no jobs here. Oh, people just go to school here and leave. There's nothing here. Just go to school, focus on your books and just, you know, leave. But what's the word of God concerning that matter? He said, at your word, I laid down my net. And as he did, we saw the testimony. When they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. If someone will take a decision this morning and say, now I will act based on the word of God. Now we go back and retake that course. Now we go back and speak to that individual. You will have a net breaking testimony. Nobody say amen to it. In John chapter 2, verse 5 to 8. John chapter 2, from verse 5. His mother said to the servant, whatever he says to you, do it. Lord has been speaking so many things to you in this church. Do it, my brother. Now they were set there, six water pots of stone, according to the manner of purification of the Jews. Containing 20 or 30 gallons apiece. Jesus said to them, fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, draw out some now. And take it to the master of the feast. And they took it. 
You know, sometimes the things that you have been asked to do may not make sense to you. They may not seemingly look like what you want to do or the action to take. But what's your faith on? It is the word of God. It is what the Lord has said. And that's what I'm going to do. Let it be that tomorrow you are the one that they are talking about. It's your testimony we are speaking about. The disciples have come and gone. Sometimes I tell myself, this is my own day. There's no Paul, there's no Peter. And somebody must preach the gospel. And somebody must heal the sick. And somebody must do all these things that he has spoken concerning them. And you know, we are in the year of greater works. We are in October now, and next week we enter November. Check from January till now. Have you done greater than you did in January to November last year? You know, you could be professing, in fact, every day, every Sunday we come to church, we recite it, that, you know, everything happened faster than expected. It's wonderful. It's a testimony. But what are you doing about it? It's a year of greater works. You must go out to do greater works. You must move beyond that level you have been. Because now is your own time. We've looked at Abraham, Noah, looked at Esther, we looked at Jesus as Savior. We've looked at the disciples. Now it's you. It's your turn to do what the Lord has spoken concerning you. Brethren, don't leave out what the Lord has said about you. Go with this word and be rest assured that you will see that the work works. It's because you've not done something with the word. It's not as if the word is not efficacious. We saw that God put his reputation on the line with his word. When God will take, take an action in your life, it's by his word. When the Lord wants to bring something to pass, it's by his word. So that word is what you will say, this word is what I work with. Because without it, nothing will be made that was made. If he didn't say, let them be light, there would have been no light. You know, you can desire something, but until you step out to do it, that's when you see it. The word of God. In Revelation chapter 12, from verse 11, and I'll be concluding very soon. We'll have some time to pray this morning. Taking decisions in our hearts concerning what the word of God has said. Revelation 12, verse 11, they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. Brethren, Acting fearlessly on the word of God, that is faith. And I quote someone, he said, we make God's word a confession in the midst of every circumstance. So you've gotten the pills. And just to think of pills literally as it is, you have the paracetamol, whatever it is, I'm not a doctor. And then you have the pill in your hand, you have the pill in your hand. But if you don't take it in, will it work? Brethren, it's time to take that pill and walk with it. That's the word of God to you this morning. 